low tonight, 53. And then late in the afternoon, we'll just be cloudy. With With that, we introduce and welcome to our studios, movie Mike McGranahan. Welcome aboard. Good morning. Yeah, thank you so much for coming in. All right, professional film critic, author, and a women in cinema advocate. Uh, We have now his review. Are you ready? Drum roll. John Wick. Chapter 4. Keanu Reeves returns to shoot even more bad guys in the face in John Wick Chapter 4. In this installment, he makes a move to bring down the global crime syndicate he works for, hoping to earn his freedom in the process. Of course, when you take on a global crime syndicate, you can be darn sure they're going to send an army of highly skilled killers to track you down. Possibly several armies. Fortunately for Wick, he's got a bulletproof suit and really good aim. John Wick Chapter 4 runs a whopping 169 minutes, but but it uses that time wisely. The action sequences here are longer and more elaborate than ever before. There's a dazzling shootout amid rushing Parisian traffic, a gun battle on a 222-step staircase, and a massive brawl inside a nightclub. All of it is expertly choreographed by the world-class stunt team. Reeves once again does most of his own fighting moves, which adds an additional layer of excitement. The movie concludes with a low-key kind of battle between Wick and the main villain that still manages to be just as thrilling as all the more chaotic violence. Without a doubt, John Wick Chapter 4 is the best, most action-packed entry in the series. On a scale of 1 to 4, I give it 3.5 Continentals. This is the best one? This is the best one, yeah. Oh, get out Yeah, here. this is the best one. And I think that the reason it's the best one is that it's almost three hours long. They took that time and they said, let's deliver the biggest, wildest, craziest action scenes that we can come up with. And we'll take our time and we'll let them go on. And that's what they do. And it's so much fun and so exciting. And I'm tempted to say, is that a plausible uh, plot? But then I think, oh, wait, no, it's John Wick. It's, you know, it's a mythical hitman. So it doesn't really have to be plausible. But it, can you buy into the plot? I think so. What this these movies have really done is build a whole world for John Wick to live in. You remember the first one was just about a guy trying to get revenge against the people who killed his dog. And then in every subsequent movie, we've learned more about this criminal underworld he's a part of, and it's expanded and more characters have come in. And they really pay that off nicely here. All right. And, uh, of course, we see the final performance of the concierge, the man who died recently. Lance Reddick, yeah. Unfortunately, he passed away, so he will... uh not be with us anymore in, in this franchise or anything else. Will there be more John Wicks? Well, this movie opened to over $70 million, so it's certainly possible that they will expand on this some way, somehow. I don't know if Keanu Reeves will come back for any more or not. I don't want to say too much on that count, but... Um you know, if they're going to keep going like this and keep delivering action at this level, I think the fans will keep Pe- turning out. People will want it one way or another, so we'll see that. Okay, so John Wick and Keanu Reeves, of course, always a fabulous performer and just as good in this. Yeah, I love Keanu Reeves. When will it be on streaming? Probably not for a little while. Probably not for another six weeks or so. Oh, okay. It's doing very, very well at the box office. But weeks, not months, probably. These days, everything seems to be like six weeks later, okay. somewhere in that time frame, and 45 then, days. Yeah, and even then, you got to pay for the first couple of months on right. streaming. So, okay, so John Wick, Chapter 4, three and a half. Continentals. Ah, The Hotel. Yes. Fabulous. Okay, yeah, great, great series of movies. Big fan, I am, in case it's not. You'll love this one. If you don't detect the enthusiasm. All right mini-reviews, you call them, but obviously we get a a good glimpse at some other ones. So, uh, 
His Only Son, religious mm-hmm. film. Tell us about that. This movie opens nationwide today. It may not be on a lot of people's radar, but this is a biblical drama that tells the story of Abraham. Abraham, of course, was commanded by God to take his son Isaac to Moriah and sacrifice him. And the movie tracks not only his journey with his son and his feelings about having to do that, but also his history with his wife, Sarah, who for a long time was thought to be infertile, and then she had a son. So this movie really kind of digs into the story of Abraham. I've heard that story a million times at church. You probably have, too. But seeing it dramatized really made me think about it in a way that I haven't before. So this movie is very talky. There's not a lot of action in it. It's a lot of people standing around talking to each other. But the performances are very good, and the way that they tell the story of Abraham is very sincere. And I found the movie kind of profound and uplifting in its examination of what it really means to have faith. So audiences who are looking for a good biblical drama should definitely check out His Only Son this weekend. I give it three stars. Three. And where would I see this? Opens in theaters today. It's playing at the AMC at the Susquehanna Valley Mall. Theaters only at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, a fascinating trailer. Looks it looks gr- like a, gr- a gripping story. Yeah. Okay. Rye, as in rye bread, Lane. Mm-hmm. Tell us about that. This is a British romantic comedy that came out of Sundance this year, and I have to say, this is the best romantic comedy I have seen in years. It's about two young people from South London, two 20-somethings. They've both broken up with their respective partners. They meet each other through coincidence and first kind of form a friendship and then decide that they're going to get a little bit of revenge on their two exes. Uh, Romantic comedies tend to follow the same formula and be very dumb and stupid. This one is smart, it's funny, it's stylishly directed, and the two performers, the male's name is David Johnson, the actress's name is Vivian Opara. They have enough chemistry together to fill a football stadium. They are so charming and so appealing together, and they make this movie come to life. So, Rye Lane debuts today on Hulu, if you have that. I give it three and a half stars. Again, best romantic comedy I've seen in a very long time. Well, you can see in the trailer, she fills the screen. I mean, she's yeah. a scene stealer, if there ever was one. She yeah. kind of commands the whole movie, uh, or the whole trailer, as much as she can tell about that. So, okay, so that's Rye Lane three? Three and a half. Three and a half. Oh, wait, Debuting on Hulu. We're up a notch. All right. And uh, Tetris. I had a little trouble following what was <laughs> happening in the, in the trailer, but you tell me. This movie debuts today on Apple TV Plus, and it stars Taron Egerton, who everybody remembers playing Elton John in Rocket Man. And this movie is based on the true story of how the video game Tetris took over the world in the 80s. He plays the guy who tries to get the rights to it, but finds that the rights are mired in Russia. Of course, this was the era of, you know, the Iron Curtain and everything like that. Uh, So he has to go to Russia and try to avoid the KGB and figure out a way to buy these rights when the government doesn't want anybody to have something that belonged to Russia. It's a really wild, crazy story. I know the movie simplifies things very much, and you can kind of tell that. But the story is fascinating, and the movie is fun, and Tara Nagerton is terrific in the lead role. So I give Tetris three stars. If you're like me and you were addicted to Tetris back in the day or are still addicted to it, you'll definitely want to check this one out. Yeah, it started. It's, it's a gateway drug for you video people. Yeah. For a lot of folks. Okay. So that's on Apple TV Plus, three stars, Tetris, and they do a nice job of depicting relatively factual themes in it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and some of the real people involved... 
in the story also were producers on the movie and consultants, so it does have a lot of authenticity to it. Oh, all right. Fabulous. Okay. Jonathan Majors arrested for assault. I dare say I didn't notice that this week. We talked about him very recently. He's currently on screen playing the villain Kang in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania and Michael B. Jordan's nemesis in Creed Three. Incredibly talented actor really on the rise in Hollywood, but was arrested late last weekend for assault, allegedly assaulting and strangling a woman. So he claims he is entirely innocent. Uh, We don't know what's going to happen. His attorney says, we have proof that this didn't happen, but they haven't quite offered that yet. So we'll have to see what transpires here. But certainly, uh, Jonathan Majors, you know, really on the cusp of major stardom. And if he's found guilty of doing something so heinous as hurting a woman, he deserves to suffer the consequences. Okay, right. Um, but we have seen uh, grace in the minds of uh, moviegoers. Mm-hmm. You know, they tend to be forgiving uh, yeah. you know, uh, eventually. So, um, you know, maybe, but of course, uh, and, and sometimes they don't even demand behavioral change. <laughs> that is true, yeah. They just want to. And s- he's a super talented actor. You know, I, I there are stories coming out that he's had this kind of behavior in the past. So we'll see what happens. You know, my hope is that he can get himself together because he is incredibly talented. All right, fantastic. All right. Lastly, Amazon.com wants to buy AMC Theaters or just Amazon the company wants to buy AMC Theaters? Amazon the company. Yeah, AMC's stock prices went up this week when word got out that Amazon reportedly is thinking of buying AMC. Now, you might say, why would they want to do that? AMC got into the theatrical business a few years ago. They didn't really have any hits, so they decided that they were just going to put their original movies on Prime. But now they're discovering that the movies don't do as well unless they've had a theatrical release first. So buying somebody like AMC would give them a set of theaters that they own and can show their own movies in. I'm not sure they're going to buy AMC. It would make more sense for them to buy the company that owns Regal, because Regal's in bankruptcy right now, and AMC is still holding on. But we'll see how that plays out. All right, and these would be affordable prices by Amazon standards, because the movie houses aren't doing as well these years as they have in previous. Right. Amazon has all the money in the world anyway, and and they could probably buy this and it would be chump change for them. Okay, fantastic. Okay, so that's that. All right, so Amazon is interested in that. John Wick Chapter 4, what are you going to see this week? This is the opening weekend of Dungeons and Dragons, which I'm going to check out. Okay. As somebody who played the game back I in the day, didn't really <laughs> like it, but played it because my friends played it. Okay, well, I was just going to say, if you got hooked on Tetris, that means you were down in the Dungeons and Dragons as well, I'm sure. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. Movie Mike. Movie Mike McGranahan, professional movie critic, his website, aisleseat.com, and of course, his appearance is always sponsored by Campus Theater Lewisburg.